Evening prayer begins on page 22. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 27 is on page 371. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my Is that mine that popped out? We hear you. <laughs> you hear me? Okay. Joel, how would you feel about jumping in there a second until Robert gets back? Absolutely. Can you do verse when, two again? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host of men were laid against me, yet shall not my heart be afraid. And though there rose up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing I have desired of the Lord, which I will require, even that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the fair beauty of the earth, and to visit his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his tabernacle. Yea, in the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me, and set me up upon a rock of stone. And now shall he lift up mine head, above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation with great gladness. I will sing and speak praises unto the Lord. Hearken unto my voice, O Lord, when I cry unto thee. Have mercy upon me, and hear me. 
My heart hath talked of thee. Seek ye my face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. O hide not thou thy face from me, nor cast thy servant away in displeasure. Thou hast been my succor. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord taketh me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the right way, because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over into the will of mine adversaries, for there are false witnesses risen up against me, and such as speak wrong. I should utterly have fainted, but that I believe verily to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. O tarry thou the Lord's leisure, be strong, and he shall comfort thine heart. Put thou thy trust in the Lord. Here beginneth the 21st verse of the 19th chapter of the book of Job. Have pity on me, have pity on me, O you my friends, for the hand of God has struck me. Why do you persecute me as God does, and are not satisfied with my flesh? Oh, that my words were written, oh, that they were inscribed in a book, that they were engraved on a rock with an iron pen and lead forever. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth. And after my skin is destroyed, this I know, that in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold and not another. How my heart yearns within me. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Here beginneth, Here beginneth the th third verse of the sixth chapter of Romans. Or do you not know that as many of us were baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life that he lives, he lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, 
but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O Lord, that as we are baptized into the death of thy blessed Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, so by continual mortifying our corrupt affections we may be buried within, and that through the grave and gate of death we may pass to our joyful resurrection. For his merits, who died and was buried and rose again for us, the same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. This is our last Lenten service this year that we'll do, that we'll do together, and uh, the last Lenten service of the year as we uh, approach the Easter Vigil. So even though it felt long to me, I look back and remember, I think our first Saturday evening, evening prayer, and I said something to the effect of, way to go everyone, there's only 38 days left. Well, now we're at the end. And uh, I started to wonder as we came to the end, why, why we, I don't know if you wonder this or not, why we as Christians baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit, redeemed, spend 40 days purging, giving things up, and mourning as if Jesus was killed yesterday and not 2,000 years ago. Should we not continue living in the victory that his death brought and bought? The answer to that question deserves ours, but I will try to address it briefly, trusting that you, like I, have journeyed through Lent, not just purging and giving up, but listening to God's word and growing closer to him. 
I've said on many times that Bishop Scarlett has taught us that our task is to remember who God is and who we are in relation to God. And as we read the history of God's people, we see that they forgot. And when they forget, they follow pagan practices, and of course that leads to no good. Easter is the Passover of the New Covenant, and Jesus is the Lamb of God. Looking at the first Passover, we read Moses' instructions that include a charge to remember. Then Moses said to the people, Remember this day in which you came out from Egypt, out of the house of slavery, for by a strong hand the Lord brought you out from this place. No leavened bread shall be eaten. So not only remember, but observe. Do not eat the leavened bread was the instruction. So we're instructed to not only uh, remember, but to relive the experience. How long do we remember? Forever. And you shall observe this thing as an ordinance for you and your sons forever. It will come to pass when you come to the land which the Lord will give you, just as he promised that you shall keep this service. And it shall be when your children say to you, What do you mean by this service? That you shall say, It is the Passover sacrifice of the Lord, who passed over the houses of the children of Israel and Egypt, when he struck the Egyptians and delivered our households. So the people bowed down their heads in worship. Then the children of Israel went away and did so, just as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. So they did. When we remember in this way, we draw closer to God. The alternative is not pretty. Psalm 27 reminds us not only, reminds us not only to not be afraid, when it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom then shall I be afraid? But it also reminds us to wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. In the book of Job, in the midst of his tribulation tonight, we read, For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth, and after my skin is destroyed, this I know that in my flesh I shall see God. St. Paul reminds us in our passage from Romans that since we were baptized into Christ Jesus and have new life in him, we also should walk in the newness of life. This brings us back to remembering. To remember is remembering of the heart, the mind, and our body. I pray as we move to the end of Lent that our fast end and our fast ends, that remember our salvation as we continue to grow and walk in newness of life. Since we're moving into um, the uh, Easter Vigil tonight, which will include communion for those of you at St. Matt's, and it becomes the morning of Easter for us at St. Thomas, uh, we'll, we'll finish with one prayer and move right into the, the next service. O Lord Jesus Christ, who sets unto thine apostles, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, Regard not our sins, but the faith of thy church, and grant to it that peace and unity which is according to thy will, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining me, Joel. Thanks for jumping in when we had the, the internet problem. And uh, look forward to our next next meeting when we'll be telling ourselves Happy Easter. Thank you. That's right. Thank we you, Deacon Bob. <laughs> Stay strong. Bye, everybody.